Hi, this is Big Picture Relationships, episode number three. The big picture is the best picture, part two. In this, we will explore everything we've talked about in the big picture and how it applies more specifically to relationships, how we can take things less personally and have a little more compassion for those in our lives. Stay with us to hear more about how this applies. This is Big Picture Relationships with Elena Joe, a therapist sharing insights, ideas, and real-life pep talks that encourage you to expand your perspective, maybe shift some behaviors, and make the most of real-life relationships so you can live a happy life right now. Hi friends, I'm so excited to dive back into the big picture with you. Now, in case these episodes sound a little strange, I admit I recorded them as one giant episode and it was way too long and way too much information to take in all at the same time. So we're going to jump right back in here to talking about big picture perspectives and how they apply to relationships. If the recording sounds different, if I'm mentioning things that I haven't talked about yet, it's because it happened in the last episode. Bear with me. Thanks for joining today. And let's talk about how relationships are affected by a big picture perspective. So number one, a big picture perspective helps us take things less personally. It helps us depersonalize moments that we might otherwise get irritated by or raise some negative feelings in us. And man, I'm full of stories about myself today, but here's a good one. It took me years of marriage to figure out that my husband feels anxious when he's in a big crowd or when he's not sure where he's going. For example, driving in traffic and trying to figure out where to go or being surrounded by people when we're not sure where we're going causes him anxiety. And for years, I just assumed he was a total jerk when it came to situations like that, because his anxiety would come out as anger, as frustration. And me being a newer wife took that very personally. Like, what have I done wrong? What's wrong with you? We're out as a family having fun. Why can't you just be nice? And really, once I could step back and recognize and put a name to this bigger picture thing that was happening, oh, this is an anxiety pattern. This is what happens. And in fact, in his whole family, this anxiety crops up and it comes across in the form of anger, frustration, um, just being downright ornery. So knowing that big picture helped me take things less personally. Now I have a different friend whose in-laws have a favorite child. They just do. Right or wrong, we're not going to debate that. It's probably not right. (laughs) But they have a favorite child and it's their youngest daughter. And so she married into this family with several different siblings, and it's sort of the family norm that this youngest daughter gets more Christmas presents, her parents help her with money, helped her buy a car. Like, these parents do things for this youngest daughter and her new little family that they don't do for the others. And again, this isn't a debate about whether you should be upset about that, but simply naming the pattern for what it is and seeing that this was a family pattern that happened long before my friend married into this family helps her not take personally the fact that she doesn't get as much attention or devotion in the form of gifts or money, and it's it's not a personal thing. So the big picture really helps us take things less personally when we can picture what's going on that's bigger right outside of our own experience. Number two, I think a big picture perspective increases our compassion for other people. Going back to my husband's experience, I can actually feel some compassion for him to recognize the underlying anxiety at play when he's getting irritated and ornery with the situation. 
And instead of my responding in kind, (laughs) I can turn it around and have some compassion for what's going on under there and think, man, it must be hard to feel so anxious. And then I can step up and do more to help. Increasing our compassion for others in the big picture perspective also comes about with like biological things. I have a tween who cries about everything and gets irrationally upset about things. And I kid you not, yesterday we were cleaning the house and she cried multiple times during trying to clean her closet. And, you know, there's weeping and wailing over ridiculous things. And rather than me getting angry, I'm thinking, okay, big picture perspective. This is the most awkward and awful time of life, in my opinion. I would never want to be middle school age again. Never. You couldn't pay me a million dollars. I'm sure I'll talk about that again at some point. So instead of me being upset and getting my ire all irked because she's crying over stupid things, I can have some compassion and remember that all these new things are happening. She doesn't understand it. Small things are overwhelming and I can be a little more kind to her. So keeping a big picture perspective increases our compassion for other people. Number three, I think that having a big picture perspective increases our understanding in general of what's going on, helps us feel a little bit more control over the situation, or notice the things that we really can't control, and therefore it helps us relax a little bit. So having more understanding helps us relax. For example, really acknowledging that marriages and long-term marriages have ebbs and flows. We'll talk about that. There's some fascinating research about people who don't want to be married and a few years later they're so happy and can hardly remember that time that they didn't want to be married. And those ebbs and flows are totally normal. So to understand that when you're in a downtime or a rough spot and just accept like, all right, I don't necessarily have to work super hard at this right now and obsess over it because... In the big picture, there's ups and downs, and we must be in a down. Increasing understanding of a situation happened pretty powerfully in my life when I, during my last year at home, when I was a teenager. So I'm the oldest of four girls, and my last year at home was pretty miserable between my mom and me. Uh, Just miserable. Picture, you know, teenage mother, daughter, it was hard. And my dad, in an inspired moment, I remember saying, telling my mom separately and me separately, hey, no two women were meant to share the same house. You know, Elena, you are coming up on getting ready to launch into adulthood and have your own house and your own family. It makes sense that you and your mom would have all this friction because if you didn't, you would never leave. It'd be way too easy to just stay home. So this is pretty normal. Just deal with it. Now, having that understanding didn't magically make things better, but it gave me a bigger perspective, and hopefully my mom, we actually haven't talked about it since then, (laughs) hopefully a bigger perspective of what was going on so we could take things less personally, have a little bit more compassion for each other, and just understand overall and relax a little bit. So big picture perspectives helping relationships in these ways. Now, a second way that I think the big picture perspective is pretty powerful in our lives is that the big picture provides just the right amount of pressure. What do I mean by that? Well, I assume anybody listening to this podcast has some goals, wants to, you know, make something of their life, improve, get better. And some of us, myself included, hyper-focus on that and get really caught up in trying, striving, doing all the time. 
And, but in the big picture, when you step back and look at this whole life timeline or even the next 10 years of your life, the details of exactly how change happens are a little bit fuzzy. But they add up enough to keep striving and keep trying. Let me give a couple examples so you know what the heck I mean by that abstract statement. So, for example, in the big picture, eating well consistently improves my health and happiness. The more hydrated I am, the more healthy fruits, vegetables, you know, we all know it. The good, healthy stuff that I eat overall has a cumulative effect that makes my body happier, my mood, my energy level happier. But at the same time, in the big picture, eating a quadruple hamburger and a chocolate shake doesn't really matter. Now, I can't eat that every day, but the days that aren't trying, striving, doing, trying so super hard, you know, making forward progress are still part of the big picture and they are fine. So as a parent in the big picture, my efforts at making eye contact with my children, looking at their faces, paying attention to them, adoring them, touching them, hugging them, all that nurturing adds up to a strong attachment and a strong, healthy foundation for them. So in the big picture, I keep trying, I keep making efforts at that. But also in the big picture, the occasional day that I sit on the couch and binge soap operas and everyone eats cereal, three meals a day, and the kids run around in their pajamas, that doesn't really matter. In the big picture, days like that, even weeks like that, heck, months like that, don't ruin things. So basically, keeping a big picture view is this double-edged sword, both sides in your favor, in the fact that the big picture accumulative effect inspires us to keep trying and growing and striving. But the big picture view also forgives us for bad days, like little black globs of paint that end up in this cumulative painting we're we're making. They don't really matter that much if there's not too many of them. So we can forgive ourselves and relax a little bit that not every day has to be perfect and everything has to be growing. Now, lastly, I'll finish with my favorite idea about the big picture. When you keep the big picture in mind, and I'm talking the timeline version of it here, when you keep in mind that there's a start and then a life and then an ending, it actually improves your quality of living. And here's why. When you can zoom way, way out of the day-to-day struggles and remember that your life is finite and There's an ending of life as we know it, no matter what your belief is about what comes next. The fact that you live the way you do right here and now is the one and only chance that you have to do it this way. And it will end at some point. It's a reality that nobody escapes and that we all share. When I was newly married the first time, I had spent my whole life up to that point obsessed with the next steps in my life. I seriously, I was a kid in middle school looking at credits and going to visit to the count with the counselor to see if there's any way that like high school, I could finish my middle school credits early and jump onto high school so I could start my high school credits and finish that early and get to college and on and on and on. That's how obsessed with progress I've been from a very young age. Imagine that here I am, early 20s, newlywed. I had achieved every benchmark I'd ever expected for my life. This was it. It's probably why I had to go to therapy at that time. But 
around that time, my new husband and I moved in with an 87-year-old man with Parkinson's disease to do caregiving for him. Now, watching this man, and he had lived a full life. He had been a mission president for our church in Hawaii, I believe. He had, I think, taught at Brigham Young University. Like, he had had this big, full career. He had extended family all around him. He was a widower. His wife had departed a few years earlier. And watching him on the other side of all the benchmarks and all the accumulations in his life was a really powerful thing for me as I realized that if, I'd, if I spent my whole life focused on the next step, on the next acquisition, the next degree, the next house, the next car, my life would be over before I knew it. And here I would be an 87-year-old lady looking back and potentially feeling like I had never actually lived my life, that instead I had hopped from event to event to event, never truly enjoying where I was in each event. I have grown in the last few years even more in that view that really today is the only today that you will ever have. Never again will you see this sunrise, this sunset, eat this exact food. Your children will be a quarter of a millimeter taller tomorrow and they're going to lose teeth. Everything the way it is today will change. And so the best and most full way that we can live in the big picture is to make the most of each moment and each day so that we can enjoy our life while it's actually happening while it's right here in front of us because there really is something magical about accepting and really sitting with the fact that this is what we've got and it will never happen again and therefore we can make the most of the moments that we care about and find so much more happiness as we actually live with what we've got at the time as I was talking with my husband about this idea of the big picture, I'm sure I explained it poorly. It's a lot to say, which is why it takes a whole episode. And he said, well, aren't you advocating then that people just gloss over their problems and move past them? And let me say no. So I'm going to share with you as I wrap up what, what I mean in the, by the big picture perspective in one more way. The big picture perspective is a flexible thing. It gives you the power to have it both ways. You can zoom way out and see a trial or a pattern for what it is. You can name it and you can say, I'm not going to let this define me. I'm going to choose to see it differently. I can define my life satisfaction because this is something I can't control. And you can zoom out and accept it and try to move past it. However, this big picture perspective also gives you the power to put the rat race of your life on pause, to take a moment and to dig down into the present moment and experience all its wonder and richness. Because in the big picture, you have the time to do this. The dishes can wait, the homework or the healthy eating can wait for a moment. You have the flexibility that the details get fuzzy in the big picture and make the most of what you have right now. And additionally, when you have the big picture in mind, You're mindful of the fact that your life is actually composed of these rich, deep moments strung together one by one. And if you zoom out and detach from all of them, you won't have fully lived. And before you know it, you'll arrive at the end of your life journey, not having actually experienced your life. So the big picture perspective gives you the flexibility to dive deep into savoring what you have but it also gives you the option to accept what you have, those things that you can't control, and to do the opposite, to zoom out and move past it without wallowing in something that you can't control anyway. 
Now, in the show notes, I'm also going to leave you a worksheet that might help in finding your big picture perspective when you're stuck in something that seems to be looming in front of you. You know, if you can't see the forest for the trees that are in front of you, come use this worksheet and answer some questions to try to dig into uh, a different perspective, to try to zoom out a little and notice the forest around you instead of that one tree that's in your vision, in blocking your path. So those show notes are at elenajo.co. I hope this makes some sense to you guys. I would love to hear what you think about and any questions you have. Finding me on Instagram is a great way to message me. You can also write me through my website at elenajo.co. Let me finish today with a happy hack. Happy hack number two, floss your teeth in the shower. This is the greatest thing ever. I don't even know when I started doing this years ago, but maybe I just don't like mess, but I don't like spitty hands and the stuff that comes out of your mouth on floss and standing at my sink doing it. It's no fun, but an extra minute in the hot, hot shower is the greatest thing ever. So you put your dental floss right in your shower, give your teeth a little floss right there, throw it away. It's great. So good luck. And I hope that can increase the happiness of your life. And we'll talk to you next time. Visit www.elenajo.co for show notes and random photos, along with any handouts mentioned in this episode. Find elenajo.co on Instagram for daily big picture reminders and join the big picture email list for an occasional pick me up in your inbox from Elena Joe. Thanks for joining us.